film that I dislike so clearly. I went on someone else's podcast two years ago <laughs> to talk about it. And that film is... Drumroll, please. What we do here is go back, 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 back. And we're truly back because it's been a while since we've done one of these. Uh, this, as you probably see from the title wherever you are listening to this podcast, is uh, it's not a weekly brew. We're finally back with an episode of a topic nature. Uh, the last topic episode we did was season three, episode eight, which was the legislators. The final of the three episodes we did about public servants in New Zealand. And it's been a while. We sort of... You know, we've eased into this year and there's been lots going on and it's, to be honest, we just haven't really had anything that's struck us. We're still, we're still, uh, what's the word, pottering away on our, um, I mean, it's not a Harry Potter episode, so if I triggered anyone there, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> the Disney episode will, will happen, but in tune with that, one of the ideas that we have come up with over the last week at quite short notice was... We wanted to do a topic episode that focuses on entertainment and specifically probably with a focus on TV and film that we don't enjoy. Stuff we don't like, things that we think is overrated. We spend so much time on this podcast and what are you watching and previous sort of season one, season two topic episodes talking about art stuff that we enjoy, recommendations, things we've seen, the Oscars, you know, our favorite films of all time, that kind of stuff. But we haven't really put any focus on the other side of the coin. And, you know, a lot of the content that we create uh, is stuff that we, we enjoy. I mean, by the age that we're at now, we, we have a pretty good sense of what we will like and what we, we won't like. But True. Every so often True. you do end up watching something that you just don't really enjoy. And, you know, there's a sliding scale with these things. There's, there's films that you might see and people said was great and you're like, yeah, I mean, it was it was good. Uh, and then there's, you know, sometimes you can have a really controversial opinion. And I guess another thing that's in tune with this that we may or may not touch on today is, uh, you know, TV and film that we just haven't watched yet. You know, things that people have opinions on that we haven't formulated opinion on. But... This podcast, one of the early aspects of it was about the fact that I didn't like the film in Bruges. So it feels like <laughs> a bit of a full circle to come back around and finally, 90 odd episodes later, do a bit more of a deep dive on stuff that uh, we don't really like. Last week, uh, I think also is a bit of a direct lead in because if you listen to last week's episode... I uh, told Matt that I thought Tobey Maguire's second Spider-Man was significantly overrated. We won't go into that today. We've already talked about it. But again, there's these, these sort of entry points to this episode. Um, and yeah, we're just going to have at it. You know, we've, we've assembled some lists of things that we don't really like from film and TV and other bits and pieces. We haven't conferred. Our lists will be slightly different in, in nature and shape. But this episode... It's going to be all about films, TV, entertainment, media that we just don't rate. Um, 
And I guess one thing to say that I've been meaning to talk about for months, and I mean months, ever (laughs) since, let me figure out, when did I go on holiday? November last year. It's coming up almost six months. I rewatched and Bruges December last year. Oh yeah, and yeah, I've been yeah, meaning yeah. to talk about it on the show <laughs> ever since. We You've get to what are you watching? One. We get to what are you watching? We're ten minutes, five minutes over, and I keep thinking, no, there's not enough time. I'll save it. I'll save it. But then I went through a period <laughs> where I forgot about it completely. But as an entry point into this episode, I want to say I rewatched in Bruges after I came back from holiday last December felt like the right tone it was a rainy day we'd come back you know obviously the film was about people being a city they're not familiar with it felt like a bit of a come home after a post uh, after a holiday movie i watched in bruges and i enjoyed it it's, hey. I've ever seen. it's not in my top <laughs> 50 films ever no, no i enjoyed it i had some laughs i could see why people enjoyed it mm. um but i'm here i'm here to retract my very early Bros and Brews podcast take that Ambrosia is not a good film or that I didn't enjoy it. I wish to retract that. But in place of it today, I will be, I'll be firing some shots. Um, but <laughs> why don't, why don't you start my friend? I mean, I've, I've spoken for about five minutes straight. Whatever your entry point into this is. I mean, when I pitched it to you as this kind of stuff we don't like or haven't enjoyed, what was your, well, I mean, where did you start? Where did your instinct go? How did you find sort of formulating a list of this stuff? Because it's more difficult than what you do like, right? Oh, totally. Oh, totally. I mean, I I have written more things that are controversial likes than things that I have disliked. And we probably won't get into that at all during this episode. But I found myself going through things that I'm like, people hate this movie actually i like that movie people hate this movie actually i like that movie so i have more lists on that kind of things so but yeah i mean i definitely found this hard in the sense of it's i mean it's it's like it's like you said during the intro it's you know we very much like a lot of things and you know we're very i guess a positive outlook on things as well and I, I'm the same with movie and entertainment and stuff like that. I, it's, I said to you before we got on, it's like I give things the benefit of the doubt and I find it very easy to like isolate movies away and comparing and all of this and ratty, ratty, rah. Um, so it, it's hard. I've got a very small list of movies that came to my mind that I'm like, I don't have the time of day for them at all. Um, there's, and it's like you said as well, there's a few movies that I haven't written down that I'm like, they're good. They're not amazing, but they're good. They're okay. They'll, they can stay off the list. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's the thing about movies is it's like, I mean, it's all, it's all personal opinion, Mm. everything, you know, people can like a certain style more, a certain genre more, a certain actor or actress more, you know, it's like music, it's comedy, it's just, it's so many variants of factors and things like that. And then you, you get into the, like the scores of like Rotten Tomato and IMBD and all of this kind of stuff. You've got critic scores, you've got audience scores, all of this kind of stuff. So it's, it's, it's hard to kind of watch a movie and not get sucked in about what everyone else thinks mm. i guess mm. you know like that that is a very hard thing in the age of information that we've been living in for many years and the amount of movies that we've consumed over our years 
uh, it's hard to ignore what everyone else thinks of something. So I think, like I said at the start, I think that's why I found it easier to think of movies that I like that people hate uh, rather than try and figure out movies that I actually dislike. So, mm. yeah, that's my, that's my, that's my going. But do you, I mean, do you want, do you want a first movie from me or? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I sort to... of, I attempted to, so I, I have, I have a list of 10 films. Some yeah. of them, I don't have much to say. They just kind of made the list. No. Some of them, I imagine maybe we'll get into a, a bit more in depth, sort of out the, the serious end of things. So okay. I don't, ex- I don't expect you to sort of justify all your decisions with a five minute monologue on why you think they're overrated. But yeah, yeah. maybe if you, if you have any that you think are the really juicy ones, save them till a little bit, a little bit later. But what are some ones that made your list from, you just, you think they're a bit overrated. You wouldn't necessarily say you dislike them or, I mean, maybe, maybe you would say that, but there are always some, some fringe films that maybe you've seen once or a few times and you're like, I'm not saying it's terrible, but, it's just not not for me. I mean, some of your some of mm. your non big hitters. What have, what have we got? Uh, my first one is something that's like I don't know. I just feel like it follows me around everywhere I go, uh, and in previous relationships and current relationships. I think uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> good to be um, certain about that. I, I I actually can't remember, but I've definitely heard it in the past couple of months. Um, uh, that's Mamma Mia. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I like, I've got nothing against ABBA. I really don't, but like ABBA, it's, it's not my go-to. Uh, and that movie, I just, I've, I've seen it once and I was like, yeah, never again. But the problem is, is that that soundtrack follows me around everywhere. Mm. And I just... I would rather I would rather listen to the originals than the the soundtrack of, of anything and uh, I don't know the way they did the movie and the the doting and the men and the mum and daughter and blah, blah, blah. I've never it's seen just, it. Let me just say I've never seen it and I don't it, intend on ever seeing it. Yeah, fair. I th- and I think that's just it. I I've got a lot of movies that I won't watch because I'm just like I don't want to watch that. Like it's it's got it's not on my radar at all. But yeah, Mamma Mia is just a movie where I'm like, n- no, there was there were way better, in my opinion. Um, I mean, what are they? I mean, mu- I mean, I guess it's a musical, but it's a musical drama. Is that the genre of movie? Yeah, that it I guess is? so. Like, I guess y- probably like, movie musical is the loose way of of movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So that yeah, that's my first one. I mean, nice. I mean, uh, uh, on the scale of not controversial to controversial, with me, I don't think it's controversial, but there will be some people that love Mamma Mia that yeah. will be like, oh, you don't like it because of this. So, like, how could you hold that opinion? So, <laughs> I think that's a good entry into into the list. Yeah. Um, let me throw one back your way. Mm-hmm. I've seen this film once and only once, which qualifies it for the, I reserve the right to retract this opinion. Very similar to in, in Bruges. And when I saw it was probably over 10 years ago. So mm-hmm, again, mm-hmm. brains develop, neuroplasticity, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> but a film that when I first saw it, I didn't think it was particularly good. And ever since then, 
whenever it is brought up. It's only ever brought up in someone loving it. Uh, and that's Amelie. I never got Amelie. Amelie. Look, yeah, it up on, look it up on your phone. It's yeah, it's it's really it's an indie movie. Came out in two thousand and one, and it's just very weird. Um, I'm not honestly. I can't remember if it's in French or yeah, it is. It's a French language romantic comedy, but it had a real moment as being one of those kind of international films that was an indie film, and then kind of blew up, and lots of people watching it, and has been on those lists of like light watching rom-com complicated nice to watch in an evening type lists um and some uh, people uh, love it it's got an 89 on rotten tomato yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. that like you know you you your opinion right there like you you look at that and you're like yes that is a controversy uh i've never seen this i've never seen really? this no i no. mean you might enjoy it i mean I, I'm not saying that as like a you like what you I do. enjoy. Like, everything. I mean, I might rewatch and enjoy it, <laughs> but it, it it's a very specific tone of a film that it's kind of light. It's a romantic comedy without being, I don't know, an in your face Matthew McConaughey romantic comedy. I guess the fact that it's in French it means it has something kind of going for it, but. Yeah, it's just been one of those one of those films like you'll see posters of it quite a lot. Like people will have Armley posters in their bedroom. It'll be in the decor of random funky mm. weird shops as like a Armley. Oh yeah, that French indie film from two thousand and one. I honestly didn't think it was that old, but um, we don't need to talk about it anymore because you haven't seen it, so we can't bounce <laughs> our, our, our things. No, I know. Other, I but... feel I feel so bad. I've I've seen this one before. Uh uh, like this this character uh, yeah but no i haven't no I haven't yeah i mean it's film. a very very kind of iconic poster image because not all films have a have a iconic poster image um but yes amelie goes on to my list as a film that i think is really overrated what say you for uh, another entry to the list um my next entry <sighs> yeah this um Mm. I'm just trying to think in the sense of like, because my list isn't as big as yours. I do have some TV shows mm-hmm. um, of like, not necessarily overrated, but oh, uh, yeah, there's a few that are overrated. Let's come around um, to TV. Do you want me to do a second one and then we can come back to you for one and then... Do a second one. Do Because you, okay. you have more than me. Hit me ten, with another I one. Ten, I have ten films. Yeah, I've got five. Okay. Another one on my list. Again, not really in a particular order, but just as a film... This film is a classic, and I still think it is in the classic category. But when I saw it for the first time, maybe three years ago, it was a film that had always been in the list of people being like, you've never seen that. Um, <laughs> like two accompanying films, I'll say. One is E.T. I've never seen E.T. I have no opinion on it. But usually wow. when I say that to people, they're like, surprised, which is fair enough. Accompanying E.T. is Back to the Future which I have seen only within the last two years and really enjoyed. And I was like, okay, I can kind of get the hype. I understand it. The third side of this triangle for me is Jurassic Park. Mm. I saw it for the first time maybe three years ago. And I understand that the reason the film has the reputation it has is because when it came out, what they were doing with the special effects and the dinosaurs was incredible. 
like mm. I can un- I can understand that. I can understand that if you were in your twenties and thirties when this film came out, you can still go back from like a nostalgia perspective and be like, you don't understand when Jurassic Park came out. And also, I thought that when I watched, it, I thought especially like the dinosaurs are still like still like kind of pretty good, but when the film finished i was like i don't think that is enough for me to watch it now in 2018 or 2019 and still think it's a good film like i was Mm. like six out of ten seven out of ten which again is not saying i disliked it i'd probably watch jurassic park again if someone said let's watch jurassic park but i will never join the hill of jurassic park is an amazing movie if, if, if you know what I mean I mean no, that totally that think? totally makes sense yeah, yeah the, th- the thing is is that Jurassic Park like you said it's a, like it's a it's a cult classic now it doesn't stand up with anything that's happening these days for sure but because it was made when it was and the reception that it got when it was it will always have that reception of being like yeah this was like uh just a complete change in cinema mm. um yeah, I I personally, I mean, watch don't watch past the first one. Watch the first one and then don't watch the other ones. Like, I I think the second and third one, meh. Uh, I've seen Jurassic World, the new ones with yeah. Chris Pratt in them. I've seen the first one and I didn't I didn't enjoy that one. Actually, add that to the list. I don't think it it was received very well, but yeah. I didn't really enjoy that movie. Um, and I think they're releasing another one soon yep, yep. The Th- they're in production eh? the new ones i only know yes. that because there was a pub quiz question about it the other night which hey. we got right oi nice yeah so i haven't seen the second one of that um but yeah i think jurassic park will always be ingrained in cinema history for what it did at the time that it that it did it yeah and fair enough and you know our parents generation even us to some extent you know we have There'll be movies that we love that kids who are 15 now won't understand why we love them so much because they've almost missed the nostalgia factor. Mm. Like, mm. it just, it, it doesn't doesn't have that. But when I looked at all those sort of classics from whatever that period was, I think Jurassic Park has been one that I can kind of clearly point to and say, it's... Uh, overhyped isn't even really the word but i could live the rest of my life never watch jurassic park again and not yep. feel like i had sort of missed a beat and had regrets um again it's soft i'm still playing on the soft the soft era uh, yeah nice that, but, that makes that makes sense <laughs> but but let me know a second a second film of yours what else has made your list of five um i i let me just quickly check to see because I didn't actually see what how this one did uh, with their score. Um, but it's a movie that I'm just like, I I don't know what the... That's what Rotten Tomatoes gave it? Oh my god, that is overrated. Okay, nice. Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna say it now. Um, my one's Gravity. Sandra ah, Bullock. Okay, interesting. Rotten Tomatoes has given it 96. Wow. IMBD 7.7, but a lot of people lead to Rotten Tomatoes a lot more. Um, gosh, I watched that movie through its entirety once. I would never sit through that movie again. Never. I just thought, just, oh, just floating around in space. 
Sandra Bullock and was I think was it George Clooney as well. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I no, thank you. Uh, I, it's just I thought it was such a such a waste of wasted opportunity of of I don't know. I guess that's me though, in the sense of like I like sci-fi. I guess I didn't really enjoy this realistic space version <laughs> of what space is is. is I guess presumed or what mm. space is like, um, but yeah, I hated it. I just thought it was people floating around in space for far too long. So because yeah. Gravity came out before Interstellar, right? Uh, yeah, Gravity was twenty thirteen, and then Interstellar was the year after. So I remember Gravity yes. coming out and not seeing it. Yeah, and then I remember seeing Interstellar. And I really liked Interstellar. I know some people, you know, will pick holes in it. And the oh, way that I love people Interstellar. Pick holes in, yeah. And all of uh, Nolan's films. And I've never gone back and watched Gravity. But I think that's because enough people, yourself and on the internet, have said, yeah, Gravity had a moment, but that film is garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, good, clearly, good. like, the, those, you know, Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb scores don't, really fluctuate once they've been set you know, once they don't been really done. depreciate yeah. that much over time i don't think so you know you get critical consensus and then it's kind of there f- for the most part forever i think gravity is is probably a film that now how i'm well almost 10 years later people a decent chunk of people would agree agree with you yeah but true. to some extent i guess that is a film that you're saying as like not a good film, which is slightly different than being like, uh, you know, it's overrated. That's mm. a film that you can point to and be like, actually, objectively, well, not objectively, objectively I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've never yeah. seen it. I remember um, starting watching it on a plane once and going, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> the whole like, I didn't even know what happened in Gravity. It was just the first, I, I have no idea what happens in the plot, but in the first 10 minutes, I was like, this is probably only going to go wrong in some yeah. way. And I'm in a yeah. plane. This is probably not a good idea. I shouldn't watch this. <laughs> you made the right decision. Good, good. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad and I will stick with your, your <laughs> ranking rating and never feel the need to watch it again. Nice, nice. Um, hit, hit me with another two. I hit with another two. Let's cross over to the list. Okay, we've done that one. We've done that one. One that... Uh, Maybe similar to Jurassic Park in terms of era. I'm not exactly sure when they came out in, in relation to each other. A cult classic that I saw once a few years ago and just went, why Why is this important to people? I don't quite understand. Is um, The Breakfast Club. Oh, we've got our first gasp. Yes. Yes. Uh, 1985. The, the school drama teen classic right up there with Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which I also didn't really enjoy, but I think more people think The Breakfast Club is better than Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Maybe it's that time period teenage film mm. movie that I just can't get behind or take seriously. Because Back to the Future is around the same time, right? Mid-80s, uh, late-80s. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because... I mean, Back to the Future is inherently weird. Like, it's not, quote-unquote, realistic. 
I remember just watching the breakfast cup and thinking, wow, this is really boring. Nothing's <laughs> happening. And I can, I can understand now that if I went back, I might understand some of like the angsty stuff, but whenever I watched it, I, I think I just went in with such high expectations because people had talked about the breakfast club for years and years and years. Don't get me wrong. The end scene, the film, that's iconic. I'm reading a book at the moment called don't you forget about me. So, you know, it's, uh, it's yeah, impact yeah. on <laughs> culture as you know, can't, can't be ignored, but I just thought, thought the film was a bit boring. I take it. You like the breakfast club. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. So, so, so sell me on why I should rewatch the breakfast club. What have I missed the first time around? And again, I'm happy to say like lots of these films, this is whenever I saw it was over five years ago. So you have the fact that yeah. I'm a different person anyway, going for you. Of course. Yeah. I think, the breakfast club for me is like i mean it's it's the first of not the first but it's like you said it's like it's a it's a teenage like it's a teenage drama it's like a like i would say coming of age not really coming of age but it's a it's a teen film and it's Mm -hmm. a like a teen film very early on and you think of like uh like it's got all of the tropes of of teen films like Mean Girls, um, gosh, what is a? I, I, I mean, there's heaps of like in our childhood. Just think in the lines of like Mean Girls and how they like structurally paint a picture of like a teen film, and schools and tropes and things like that. The reason I like Breakfast Club so much is because they're doing it with only five people and a teacher. You know, they're completely painting the picture of this school. And all of its different tropes and all of the different groups in the school and how they interact and, you know, what normal life is like for them at school. But you put them in detention together with one teacher and they completely rip all of that apart in the space of a day. And they, after the movie, they just have to go back to that normal school life. And I think for me, it's an easier, it's it's a, a, a simpler way of doing those teen tropes, and unlike something like Mean Girls. And I mean, it's economical. Hundred and well, not hundred and now thirty seven, which is, you know, it's short. It's a lot short. Of, yeah. I, I mean, Gravity must be close to two and a half hours, right? I think of that oh, as being God, didn't even a see, long yeah. film, which again is why I would never never watch it. Um, Hey, I take all that on board. And you know what? Thus far, the most likely rewatch for me. Mm. Again, it hasn't, mm. no, being 90 minutes has that going for it. And I can see how if I went back and watched it now, I might understand what's happening. Maybe I was too young at the time. But I, yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. I cannot ignore the fact that it is a film that lots of people, such as yourself, love, have really mm. high. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, thank you. No, no thank you. I mean, do you like <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Uh, y- yes, but I'd rather watch Breakfast Club. Okay, okay. Because such as, in coming of age was absolutely right. Like you said, it's that like teenagers doing stuff that they, they like shouldn't be. Which is, yeah. to, I mean, to compare a different generation, but I never saw the American Pie films when they came out. And within the last few years, went back and watched them and really enjoyed them. Yeah, so same. I do enjoy, uh, in the part like past generation high school movies. They don't need to be believable for me. Like I can look at characters and be like, "You're 30 years old and you're pretending to be a 16 year old." Like 
it's not so that's true. not what I don't what I don't like about that. So I'm willing to potentially give Breakfast Club another go. But we'll move nice. on. We'll move nice. on. Do you know what? I'm going to quickly fact check. I just oh, yes. said, look, gravity is actually only an hour and a half. Wow. I'm I telling you right back. now, that movie felt three hours. Wow. I take back what I said. I mean, that doesn't necessarily help it. No, no, that's what I mean. It felt like three hours. It didn't, does not feel like an hour and a half movie, but I did see it a long time ago, but still I keep it where it is. Anyway, I digress. Sleep gravity in the hole that it should be in. (laughs) Leave it in that hole. Um, my next one is really different in that I don't think it's a film that that many people think is good, but really critically acclaimed. Um, I've only seen it once. I mean, it's it's probably the most recent film we've talked about thus far. 92% Rotten Tomatoes, 7.3 IMDb. Uh, Academy Award for Best Picture. The Shape of Water. I hated oh, The Shape of Water. Yeah, fair enough. It's the only Best Picture film I've ever seen that I, was, I watched and I was like, how did this win Best Picture? <laughs> I just... I... I wasn't invested at all. I didn't think it was clever. I didn't think it was groundbreaking. I just couldn't understand why I was meant to be engrossed in the story. Mm. And then it sort of just ended. And I was like, right, that's the best picture for this year. Let's, let's move on. Let's move um, on. Have you seen The Shape of Water? I, so it's, it's funny you bring this up. I didn't have this on my list. Um, I started the movie. I couldn't finish it go i i haven't watched the whole movie i was like no thank you i can't get into this <laughs> I, but like you said it's like, i don't understand how it how it's done so uh it did so well i mean i mean you, i don't know i felt like that for a lot of the years of some of the you know best picture movies but that one of most recent times has very much been like it how um but yeah it, no it that, got, that um, quite easily could have been on my list 13 nominations 13 oscar nominations at one four i don't know what else it won but uh, the other best picture nominees that year were call me by your name darkest hour dunkirk get out ladybird phantom thread the post three billboards outside every missouri i think i've seen three of those oh, yeah there was a big all, yeah yeah way more that's um, a big year i don't think that's a this is maybe the least controversial opinion I'll put out there because I don't I've never spoken to anyone that loved The Shape of Water, <laughs> so maybe not a uh, not not any kind of statement from a uh, public's choice. But I mean, critically, every every other film that I can think of that I've seen that has won Best Picture, I've at least gone, yeah, I can see why. I didn't even mm-hmm. have to like love it, but man, when you compare that to just put that Dunkirk and Get Out in the category, and I've rewatched Get Out three times, maybe Dunkirk, maybe the same time. I, like, Shape of Water, no thank you, and I'll no, just leave thank it at you. That. We don't want you here. Goodbye. Um, my next one uh, is it was pretty even across the board when it came out, and. Uh, it also was the uh, best actor, um, best actor winner that year. I actually don't know if it if it won anything else, 
but it was the best actor. Um, and that's The Revenant. Ah, never seen it. Yeah. Never seen it. Never seen it? No. Yeah, Revenant. Scared off by too many people not liking it. (laughs) Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, Yeah, and I think it's just, I think it's just a bit overrated for that reason. I mean, it's, it's really a movie about Leonardo DiCaprio just thrashing around in some, in some snow. Um... I think, yeah, it just wasn't, I don't know, as a movie as a whole, it just wasn't done the right way. And I think, like, as I was getting to, the reason why it's so overrated is the is the fact that he got an Oscar for it. Mm. And I think he's had way better Oscar-worthy... Yep. I mean, he's been nominated m- multiple times. But for him to get it off that movie, I was like, no. Mm, no, thank you. It's not that he did a good job. It's just, no. Um, you know... Wolf of Wall Street I think he should have should have won it that year but that's a controversial movie in itself um, but yeah Revenant I haven't really got anything else to say you haven't seen it Revenant just yeah overrated well, it's kind of like it's two and a half hours that's for sure because I actually looked it up I know lots of people say it's sort of I don't know what the right term is but you, you said it before like thrashing around in the snow Oscar yeah. bait maybe mm. um why would you want to watch this for two and a half hours type mm. type thing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the bear scene was cool, but that's it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's yeah. fascinating when some of these films get so much hype at the time and then you just wake up five years later and you're like, yeah, that wasn't a good movie. Yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> um, well, it's interesting. No, I won't finish that. I won't finish that thought. Well. It'll be, be a spoiler and I'm not ready. Um, I'll give you two more in relatively quick succession. These two getting closer to films that I think people, I mean, you love The Breakfast Club, but films that I know more people like. Uh, One of them is Looper. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Um, Bruce Willis. Who we must say very oh, sad news Luper. in the last few weeks. He's been diagnosed yes. with aphasia, which is a uh, condition where I think you, you, your brain starts shutting down. We don't need to go into it, but very sad news to find out that he's he's basically retired as retired. Actor. Yeah. The reason I don't like Blooper, which if you've never seen, the I've plot seen is something along the lines of, for the audience, I'll say, uh, I'll read I'll read the two sentence Wikipedia <laughs> thing. In the near future, the mob sends their victims back in time to get them executed by the loopers. Joe, one such looper, finds himself to be a vict- victim of one of his own actions. So the, the old pitch of the story was that Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays younger Bruce Willis and there's this whole sending people back in time to kill people. And the reason I, I just didn't enjoy this film, which lots of people did enjoy, I mean 93% Rotten Tomatoes, was that they just they they had a terrible explanation of time travel mm-hmm. and i remember coming out because i i'm quite passionate about time travel and cinema and tv shows big doctor who fan you know i i think establishing what the rules are within your universe is is really important and i remember within looper there's at least one scene or part of the storyline where they're kind of like Oh, time travel is so complicated. We won't bother to explain it. Like you, you couldn't possibly understand. And I'm like, that's so lazy, and I can't enjoy <laughs> the story now because 
if you're going to create a, a narrative, a film based around time travel and how someone can go back and potentially kill themselves, I have to be able to believe that this can happen in the world. I have to be able to understand how the world works. And Looper just failed, failed that. And I've never been able to for, forgive it. And, you know, it's not... I don't want to say it's a niche movie. It's not like a blockbuster, but some people be like, "Whoa, Looper was so," and I'm like, <laughs> "It does not make sense." Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Any any thoughts? I don't get the, the feeling that you have a strong opinion. If you've no, I don't it. have a strong opinion. I've seen it twice before, um, and yeah, I think it's one of those movies I didn't have a love or hate for it. Just kind of in the middle for me. It's it's like you said. It's definitely one of those movies where you just have to take it for the benefit of the doubt. Um, and you know, sometimes you just can't do that with certain movies. So yeah, yeah I totally get it. Um, and my other film is maybe more of a classic, uh, Ryan Gosling drive I was bored. I was so bored. I wasn't invested at all. And when I think of drive, every time I get excited thinking about it, I realize I'm actually thinking about Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> Nightcrawler, good movie. <laughs> Nightcrawler is a great film. Great movie. Um, again, Drive, I think it was a film that was hyped up for me. I hadn't seen it until like a few years after it came out. I remember watching it and it, I just, I didn't get invested with anything that was happening. And I kind of came, finished watching it and I was like, why, why do people love this film so mm. much? Um, do you have any opinion on Drive? No, one of those movies where I didn't fall into the into the ratedness of it. Um, yeah, I haven't watched it, haven't seen it, and don't think I will. Uh, let's see, what's its Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, again, 93%. 7.8 IMDb. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we won't say any more, but, uh, Drive, you don't, you don't get my, you don't get anything from me. You don't I'll get never the... watch, I'll never watch Tick. you again. If I ever think Thank about you. watching you, I will decide to watch Nightcrawler instead. <laughs> <laughs> true i need to watch nightcrawler again actually it's such a good film um man going on to my next one um i have seen this movie once i think we may have actually um spoken about it before um i can't quite remember but 2015 um and that is the big short i interesting yeah, I just never, I couldn't get into the movie at all. Uh, it was one of those ones where it's like information, well not information overload, I just didn't like the way they were trying to give me the information and try and stay on top of everything. Um, yeah, I I don't know, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it uh, and I just didn't get the whole thing about it i mean it got 89 percent on rotten tomatoes itself so you know much loved and i know a lot of people have enjoyed this movie yeah i, I really like big short i yeah, think and i think this i we've talked about this before and i mm. i i know that you like this movie so i think that's why i needed to say it because but i, I also it. understand why you don't because mm. i'm mm. i still like if you ask me to explain the big short now <laughs> i'd be like so it's about the housing crisis and the bubble that formed, and people who found out about it. And I think I, what I like about the film is I came out at the end of it and being like, wow, it is crazy how that, cri- like, the 2008 financial crisis came about. Mm. And there's, 
scenes within that film that I think are really are really funny, but I can understand why the way that the film was put together is is so strange. You now those cutscenes to, um, I mean, random people in it, random Bourdain's celebrities, definitely I... in it, random celebrities who are like this is this, and to explain to yeah. you, it's this. Yeah, which I can understand how uh, some people would definitely would find it condescending. It's a you know you know kind of breaks you out of the story um adam mckay or mckay i'm not sure how it's pronounced has done something very specific with the number with a number of films um it's it's trying to be something and i can understand if you didn't enjoy it why you wouldn't and also we don't enjoy films that we don't understand similar to looper if you leave it being like i i couldn't understand what was being conveyed whether it's the all the jargony stuff like the the scene interesting ryan gosling you're featuring a few times on this list the whole <laughs> ryan gosling pulling out the jenga things and trying to explain the, the tranches mm. i've just watched that clip on youtube so many times i still don't know what they're talking about <laughs> so I, I think entirely justified on the list even though it's a film that i enjoy i, I can understand enjoy. that nice um nice. we're getting into the business scene with me and i'm just deciding how to talk about these i think i'll talk about this one first because it's maybe not so much of a surprise and maybe i mentioned it before um rogue one i think rogue one is so overrated and i know that of all the new i know it's it's fighting within a a losing squadron and that the other new Star Wars films, on the whole, have been really disappointing. And depending on how invested you are in the franchise, incredibly, incredibly disappointing for some people. And I know that within all of the new content that has come out, excluding TV stuff and Obi-Wan film uh, pending... Wait, is it a film or is it a series? Series. Series. Well, there you go. Clearly, that's uh, new Star Wars is, is more designed for TV. I can understand elements of why people like Rogue One, especially in comparison to the other Daisy Ridley and co uh, films. My beef with Rogue One is that the first hour of the movie is, is just rubbish. In my opinion. Took too long. If you take like the, the last hour of that film, again, I've only seen it once. Mm-hmm. I remember the last hour of that film being so good. And the ending is so good. But so I good. couldn't forgive the fact, the writing of that film that the, I finished and I seem to remember being like, well, we didn't need any of the first hour. Mm. It was just literally what the characters do. Because aren't there aspects of the plot where they go and do something and like they go and find someone and that person dies or like they didn't need that information or whatever. And I just, I would just remember thinking, what a shame that uh, a film that had such good bones and I think the performances are really good and, and the way that it ends and the way that that links into the Star Wars canon uh, is so effective. I just, I haven't been able to understand why the, so many people that love Rogue One can forgive what is a terrible first hour, especially mm. because for me, if you go into a film and you're not in in the first hour, it's kind of hard to claw your way back into it. Like I won't rewatch it because I'm not going to fast forward through the, through the first hour. But if I know that I'm not going to enjoy the first hour, that's really hard. It's almost better if you have a film that has a great start and then at the end it kind of tails off because you sort of watch the first half and, maybe go to bed do you know what i mean yeah i get what you mean i think the thing for me on like because for me that is my favorite out of all of the new mm, mm. star I think wars films people that have come probably out. would be the favorite of at yeah. least 80 percent 
Mm. And I think, like, for me, I, like, I get the hour thing, but for me with that movie, because, I mean, going into the movie, you know, you know what's going to happen. Like, you know, it's, like you said, it's canon. We know what's, we know what's happening with these people. But to get the payoff that you get at the end, like for me, I was like, yeah, this is great. Whereas some of the new ones that have come out, the payoff at the end of those movies are just like, well, there isn't a payoff. Um, but yeah, I can definitely understand that first first hour. I I, I would need to give that a rewatch mm. to see how I, how I truly feel about the first hour of that movie instead of thinking about the movie as a whole because I don't think I, I dissected it that enough i have it on blu-ray so i can watch it <laughs> yeah and and you know you go and see that and i mean of the movies on this list this is probably the minority that i saw it in cinema and, you know you get invested in the story and you kind of forgive the the misgivings of the plot and you by the end of it you're like wow you and you walk out of there but i just remember being like that first hour we didn't need this film could have been either shorter or mm been added more interesting stuff so i'd be interested totally. for you to do, for you to do a rewatch and and that's the thing because there are so many failings in the other films and it exists sort of by itself i can understand why in comparison people would have really enjoyed that but i would challenge people that love rogue one to sort of sit and watch it as a rewatch objectively outside of the realm of where it fits with everything and go, ah, from a storytelling perspective, is this actually good or not? Mm. Anyway, Mm. that's rogue one. I only have three left and I'm going to decide which order. You know what? Let me do, let me do, cause you have one or two more. I have one more. You got one more. Let me do two more. And then we'll do yours. And then we'll do my final one. Cause oh boy, the final one is going to be, I would say the least controversial, the lesser controversial of these two, um, Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. I just, I just don't think it's a great film. Like for starters, I don't like Romeo and Juliet as a play. So source material, it's on the losing side. Yeah. Um, I can understand at the time Baz Luhrmann did something interesting with Shakespeare. Like the color palette and it's weird and wacky and Venice beach and guns. Yeah. Guns. But I think as someone that, you know, we haven't been shy about our passion for Shakespeare on this, uh, of course, of course on this, uh, show. Um, I did a course at university on exchange where I think we watched four different versions of Romeo and Juliet throughout history. And I think when I watched some of the uh, the classic versions, I was like, you know what? These are great. They're really good. You don't ha- necessarily have to do something funky to like make <laughs> Shakespeare accessible to the masses. Yeah. Um, and I think, unlike lots of these films, I've seen this film a couple of times. And on rewatches, it's just so corny and not in a good way to me. I just... I didn't enjoy it. Uh, I think now that we've had modern takes on Shakespeare, I don't, I don't think it says, you know, again, direct, like Jurassic Park, you might say it was groundbreaking at the time and obviously a certain stage in Leo's career, but uh, I don't think it needs to be revered as like the film version of Shakespeare. It wouldn't be in my top five. 
Fair. What say you? You you, you pulled a crying face at the start. I did. I did pull a crying face because I really enjoy that movie. But that's because Romeo and Juliet is one of my favorites. Yes, I'm that guy. Um, yeah, I it, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to defend it because I totally hear everything that you're saying. It's just, I guess, one of those guilty pleasures that I enjoy. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, the version I like more is the Zeffirelli 1968, 1968 version. Um, whereas this one was 1996 uh, with Leo and Claire Danes. But let me springboard off this to Titanic. Titanic, Titanic. Um, not a bad movie. I'd probably happily watch it. But this is an the probably of all the movies on my list is the closest to some people's favorite movie of all time yeah. that I can't fathom. Uh, it's not even a bad movie. It's not even that I don't enjoy. I just don't understand how Titanic could be your favorite film. Yes, romantic. <laughs> Leo. Poor um, Leo. You know. And it was always on at Christmas when we were growing up. I could understand why people would see it every year, like similar to the American Die Hard thing. For some reason, Titanic was on all the time. Um, but I just can't, I cannot give it top 50 movie status on my list. And the fact that it is some people's number one means it has to make this list. Even though I think it's an important film, young stars that we now know in their adulthood. Um, but Titanic has to be up there for me. Two, two, two Leos from me, two generally critically acclaimed leos for me to go with your less critically acclaimed uh leo so leo and gosling have taken a beating leo um, and gosling i presume Overrated. you like titanic yes i love titanic the girl uh, in the picture was me it was me um yeah i yeah it's a, it's in my top list for sure and it always has been in my top list i haven't watched it in a very long time you love um, love I love it's love, it, isn't man. it? You love love. I love love. I'm such a rom- romanticist. I I love love, uh, and I love Leo. <laughs> love Leo. Love me some Leo. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. I guess I'm very like ingrained into the culture and everything behind Titanic. I you know do enjoy. I do enjoy the story and you know the the kind of ley line of it all and things like that. But yeah, I'm a roman romantic uh, and. Yeah, I think it might have been one of the first films that I watched as a kid that kind of, you know, gave me some feelings. So, yeah, yeah, maybe that's why it's ingrained in my brain. (laughs) Interestingly, um, Romeo and Juliet is only 73% on Rotten Tomatoes and 6.8 IMDb. I thought that would be higher, to be honest. Titanic, also, only 87% Rotten Tomatoes and 7.9 IMDb. Those are Mm. low scores for the i don't want to say like the caliber of film but the reputation that that film has yeah um, yeah yes but let's hear your final one and then i'll hit you with what will be the final dagger and the julius caesar that is this sort of stab fest yeah fair um yeah this one's really big for me uh because i go on about how i love things so much but i've had to be true to myself i've had to because this is the time to do it and you guys want to hear me rip you know rip my love to shreds and i just i needed to be honest with myself um my last uh is endgame 
Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah, good yeah, on yeah. you. Tell yeah. me more. Yeah. In game, I think Infinity War is by far so much better than in game. Um, in 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 both of those two part series, Avengers films, whatever. I think Infinity War did such a better job with the story that it was trying to tell. I think Endgame, it's just one of those movies where there's too much going on. Yeah. There's a, there's so much going on. If you have no idea what's, what you know, if you haven't kept up with any of the MCU before that point, you can watch that movie and easily just lose and be like, who is this? What is this? Why are we here? What is going on? Um, don't get me wrong. There's elements of that movie that I, absolutely love and adore the final battles battle scene amazing um some of the choices that they chose for that battle scene um and they cut other pieces and tropes they put into it a little bit iffy um but the fact that cat picks up milnia uh and everyone coming through the portals like those those are moving moments i think what was that there was the third oscar movie moment i think it was voted and a lot of people were like how was that not the first um but yeah for me in game there was just i love i do love the movie don't get me wrong but i think it's overrated i think there's just too much going on for what i was trying to do if you're not a fan of everything that's going on as a individual film it's way too much um and yeah i think just the way they kind of got through the plot and and got to everything was just it was a it was a bit messy, so I I prefer Infinity War to Endgame. The last film of a franchise or the last series of a TV show is such a complicated. Oh, totally. Th- because on the one hand, if if you're sort of working from source material, or there's a fan base that wants something to happen, and you make it happen, I feel like there's twenty percent of something that can kind of be forgiven. Mm. as we've spoken about on this podcast. Deathly Hallows Part 2, I think, is a really good example. Some people love that film, but I think they love that film because they like how the story ends, not because yep. the film does a good job of capturing it. I guess Endgame yep. is sort of similar in that you want to see all these heroes come together. You want to see... I mean, I mean, stop listening now if you haven't seen Endgame. Like, you want to <laughs> see them defeat Thanos. You want all of that stuff to happen, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the way the film puts it all together is is good yeah. on the other hand you can see something like with game of thrones as we've spoken about before being the end of a series Oof. isn't a license to do anything and fan bases will forgive you regardless like it can go terribly wrong but i feel mm. like there's a, a sliding scale where if you do if you do enough people will forget the shortcomings and yep. i think i've only seen Endgame once but i can understand how at the time everyone's so excited for the end of that phase of the MCU that probably if you went back you'd be like um this is a bit all over the place um <laughs> so good on you I respect you for coming on here and uh roasting my favourite thing roasting your favourite thing in the world uh, uh let me really let me drive it home yeah what is this I'm intrigued one. a film that I know you love oh shit do you have any guesses no, uh, to be honest, I, I I thought it would probably be like an MCU film. No, um, no. I don't really um, have anything to, bad to say about the MCU, to be honest. Okay, well, that's good. Um, um, no, I've done that myself. Far more personal. Uh, far more no, personal. the number one film on my list. I think it's overrated. Not only that, 
I've never finished it because I've tried so many times. When I say so many, at least three at different stages in my life to finish this film. I've never got to the end. A film that I dislike so clearly. I went on someone else's podcast two years ago (laughs) to talk about it. And that film is... Drum roll, please. (laughs) The Princess Bride. Yeah, good. I don't like that film. Oh, you don't like that film? Nah, oh, man. I thought it was your nah. favorite film. No, oh, no. Okay. Nah, okay. nah, 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 nah. Do you know who... No, do you... No, I know why you think that is. Because it was Rachel's favorite film. Oh, there's at least five people that I I have a lot of time for that is their favorite film. That is so their favorite film? I'm confusing you with because it's not Rach. It's someone else. Nah, yeah, it's not me. It's not me. I okay. I right. I don't have time for that movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that I formulated this whole episode based around trying to get your reaction to that, but <laughs> Princess Bride was the first <laughs> entry point for this chain of thought for me because so many people that have... Se- I mean, I'm going to say there's a s- one quarter of the pie chart of people who have never heard of The Princess Bride and have never seen The Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, it's probably a quarter of the pie chart of people who have no idea what The Princess Bride is. Other quarter of the pie chart is people who know of it as like, oh yes, people love that film, but I've never seen it. Then there's probably, uh, I mean, I've used 50% of my pie chart, so I only have 50% left. Thank you very much, NCA Maths. I would say 40% of the remaining pie are people that freaking love The Princess Bride. It's the best movie ever made. I mean... Typically, theater kids love it. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I haven't been able to form that connection of why that is from a sort of Myers Briggs emotional personality breakdown. But <laughs> man, people love The Princess Bride, and I think that film sucks. I think it's <laughs> so bad. Again, I, I can get yeah. the whole like, oh, it's an old film and it's old timey and it links from the end, but I can actually remember. Um, going, well, when I say going on a date, that's not entirely true. I was at a, uh, (laughs) someone's house that I was forming a relationship with doing the classic, shall we watch a film some years ago. And I remember trying to think like, what are films that I haven't seen that I should suggest? (laughs) And we put on the princess bride. Uh, and there's the whole, like dad and the kid and the or is it the granddad and the kid and I was like I'm pretty sure this is a fantasy film and then it starts and <laughs> that started my whole like no time for the princess Bride. but I've tried to watch it multiple times over the years most recently probably like two three years ago you know similar enough of an age group to where I am now to think my opinion then is the same now I hate that film <laughs> fair enough man Come fair enough the internet yeah, no, no, no. Honestly, you, the Romeo and Juliet and Titanic hurt more, obviously, than the than the Princess Bride. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, no, I yeah, I haven't got time for it. I haven't got time for that. Good, that, good. That film. Well, let's so, not give it any more time of day, and I'm, we'll allow we'll allow people to come after us. Um, I do want do to need a bit of time to talk about TV shows because I know yeah. you have some. The only thing I wanted to say before that is I was trying to come up with TV shows, and what I realized was I think it's easier to dislike films or, or think films overrated because generally speaking, if you start a film, you'll probably end it. Some exceptions as we've gone into. But, you know, if you buy a film ticket, you're going to finish it. Or if you're sitting down with a group of people, it's quite 
hard social contract to not finish the film. So I, I would say there's more content that I've consumed that I can then reflect on and say, hey, I didn't enjoy that. Whereas TV shows, I feel like is slightly more different. Be- well, it was a terrible sentence. It's different because you can start a series, watch an episode, non-enjoy it, never continue watching it, but totally. not have seen enough to feel like you have a strong opinion of it. So I really struggle mm. to come up with any TV shows that I have seen enough of to formulate an opinion of that I don't like. So I'm really interested to see what you mm. have brought to the table from a television perspective. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Um, okay, so I'm going to start this off really quickly. I'll just rattle through them. This one I hate. I, I will never be able to watch because it was just uh, this is from my childhood. Um, not not necessarily an overrated film, but a, a show that I absolutely hated as a kid. Couldn't watch it now. I will never get behind it ever again. Uh, and that's Ren and Stimpy. Um, you know Ren and Stimpy? No, I don't know what that is. You don't know Ren and Stimpy? Okay, good. I mean, if you looked it up on the internet and saw will, and, and, and saw a picture of it. Um, Cartoon Network, it was like a cartoon that was very controversial because it was they were super over-sexualized. But it was literally the biggest acid trip a kid could ever go on. Um, and it scared me to death. It scared me. It was it was way too much. Um, and it was just the weirdest, weirdest TV show ever. Um, I had definitely seen some before, but if I if I went back and watched that now, I just uh, 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 uh. cartoons back then were mad. Um, anyway, I will now move into ones that I think are slightly overrated, for my opinion. Um, my first one's BoJack Horseman. Um, yeah. Bojack Horseman animated TV series about, you know, a, a, a horse that is famous in his own animated world uh, and his friends and interactions with everyone else and all that kind of stuff. I've, I've seen, you know, quite a bit of it. Um, overrated. I just, I think there's so many better animated TV shows out there. Um, and yeah, couldn't really, I don't think I finished all of it. No, I don't think I did at all, but I'd watched enough to be like, I don't, I don't want to watch this. So I think, I think Bojack Horseman's. So I've only ever seen snippets of it. I have no opinion of it. I know that some people love it. My only comment would be, I know that a lot of the reason why people that love it, love it they see a lot of themselves and the characters potentially mm. from a mental health perspective fair struggles that people have that are quite well represented within the show so that's not to devalue your opinion no, of it no, because no. if you I don't you. if you watch something and it doesn't resonate for you that's not your fault it's not for me but i think that part of the reason why lots of people will like that show is their, their personal sort of into it so i can totally mm. understand why it would be a show that some people love and that some people don't. That's the reason I haven't seen it is because when I, like, for example, Fran loves that show and she's been like, yeah, it's not for you. It's not, it's not <laughs> your show. And I'm like, that's fine. That's cool. But that doesn't devalue your thinking. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's overrated, but I don't want yeah. people being like, well, the reason you don't get it is because you don't. Yeah. Have. Yeah. Like, yeah. No? Well, I mean, it might be interesting going in with that kind of perspective now, how I yeah. would feel about watching yeah. it again. Yeah. Um, 
my next one is um look i've 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 watched all of these oh, not all of them i've watched quite a bit of them at different parts of my life because they happened at different different points um <laughs> and that's that's jersey shore and geordie shore um yeah it's oh it's do people it's, like those shows <laughs> yeah people love those shows yeah people love those shows I think people love those shows. I mean, I loved it for a time. Um, different circumstances, I feel. Uh, but yeah, I, yes, people love them. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm just going to be very, very brief because you can understand why. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this one, you brought up a really good point because I haven't actually watched a lot of it, but. I don't actually feel like I could get myself back into it uh, to finish it off. I mean, critically acclaimed, did very well, and people absolutely love it. Um, and that's Breaking Bad. Ooh. Um, yeah, I know. I've, I've, like I said, I, it's, it's, it's like you said before, in the sense of like. Uh, if you haven't watched a lot of it, it's hard to form an opinion. So I put this into the list like very briskly because I haven't watched a lot of it. Um, and with TV series and things like that, obviously you've really got to get through a really good chunk to get somewhere. Um, so yeah, that's, 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 that's where I'm at with Breaking Bad. Um, you, you, you've seen all of Breaking Bad? I have seen... Sorry, I'm just going to pick the cat up and pop him no, on my lap. No, pick the cat up. I heard. Um, this is not Amber for avid listeners of the show. This is Guinness. 16-year-old Guinness. Um, he has... Lived, I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, Guinness is here if you hear me on. <laughs> I have seen most of Breaking Bad. I've certainly seen the final season. I think I'd be lying if I said I'd seen it all because I think I might have missed half of season four or half of season five. Like I remember the last season came out and I think I just wanted to watch the last season. So I know how it ends and kind of how the story wraps up. Uh, Breaking Bad is a, is a show that I do want to rewatch because I don't think I authentically saw it all. Mm. No, I'd, uh, it's not up there as the best TV show for me just because I, I didn't watch it properly, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I think if you have an opinion other than Breaking Bad is one of the best five TV shows of all time, you would be in the minority. Totally. So, totally. you know, you can still be saying it's a great show, but to say it's anything less than than that, I mean, people would put that up there with The Wire, maybe with The Sopranos. Like, it's a classic point to a drama from our, I don't want to say our lifetime, but you know, our last 15 years breaking bad is mm. the go-to number one. So anything other than it's one of the best is would be considered underwriting it. Yeah. I, I, it's funny because when I was thinking of TV shows, breaking bad came into my head, not because I think it's overrated, but because it is so iconic. It's just one of the shows, right? Like totally think of popular TV shows. Breaking bad is up there. Um, cause you do you think you saw some of the first few seasons but didn't finish it yeah no i definitely haven't finished it i definitely haven't finished it um yeah i think it's like i said i think i definitely need to give it the benefit of the doubt in the sense of like watching through the whole entire thing yeah absolutely 
yeah um it's just it's so hard these days it's like giving you know things that have been out for so long and have so many seasons it's giving it the time of day to actually commit to watching it that's the hard thing um but no i hear you i hear you and i definitely know i'm in the minority with that but also it's not a fully formed opinion because i haven't given it the actual time of day so that's that's where i leave breaking bad Mm. um look we said it before it's i'm not putting i'm just kind of brisking over it because uh we we mentioned it before game of thrones final season um it's a lot of people didn't didn't enjoy it because it's uh, once again wasn't where wasn't where everyone thought it was going and i mean whether that's a good thing or a bad thing i mean you know we're not the writers um but yeah i mean for me as a whole when i think of that whole entire i know we talked about this because you were giving it a rewatch weren't you or you were thinking of no we did but we never made it through yeah yeah i think we maybe only got to like season four or five i'm not sure what happened to that Mm. died a sad death stopped yeah see i mean when i think of that final season and and all of game of thrones i'm like no thank you Mm. like if that's if that's where it's going to go but i remember the reason why you were re-watching it is to see knowing that that's where it's going how it fully felt all together yeah has it ruined the show as a whole yeah exactly. which i think my simple comment would be no i still think those seasons <laughs> are really good oh totally some of those seasons are amazing but the final season in particular was just why not necessarily overrated but why Mm. um my final quick last thing that i'm going to mention in the sense of my overrated tv shows um and it's done very well in the sense of emmys i believe um actors actresses um comedy um just a comedy that i can i just unfortunately cannot get myself into and that's why i think it's slightly overrated for my for myself or just not for me i don't really get it um and that's schitt's creek um i've never seen schitt's creek yeah right up there with what am i thinking of um arrested development i put those in the same sphere as shows that i know people like that i've never seen oh yeah 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 i've actually i've seen i've seen a a bit of a rest of development um yeah shit's creek i um like great characters great actors all over the show um the concept of it of these people going into a small town and and stuff i i get it but for me i just i i couldn't get into I couldn't get into the the humor of it all, um, and I think I had watched. I think I've seen the full first season, bit of the second, I believe. God, I can't actually. I don't actually know how far I got through because I couldn't get through anymore. But anyway, it's very, very critically acclaimed. Um, yeah, yeah. So for me, TV shows, Shit's Creek. Um, yeah, I just for me once again, I think it's all the style. It's just that. The, the comedy and and them i got nothing against actors or actresses or anything like that just wasn't wasn't really for me and i, I just didn't quite get it well shit's creek's definitely on my list of like 30 tv shows that i would probably make an effort to watch based on mm. its reputation so the fact that you're 
saying you didn't like it is probably going to be enough for me to be like, oh, well, it's no longer, no longer. <laughs> no, don't list. let me do that to you. <laughs> no, but that's the whole point, you know. We give recommendations of what to watch and recommendations of what not to watch. So, you know, if I'm gonna trust your opinion, I have to listen to the, the good and the bad. Um, oh no! Oh no! This has been really interesting. I. I think over the next few weeks, because I only pitched this to Matt this morning, so we haven't had a massive amount of time. It's been more instinct rather than sort of deep research. Over the next few weeks, I expect stuff to pop up as a, oh, yeah, I don't like that, or like, oh, yeah, I should have mentioned. So maybe we'll drop, you know, drip feed things over the next few weekly brews as we come to think of them. But, you know, this le- this will lead us into whenever we get around to the Disney episode series. Ugh. Whenever we get around to the Disney ranking episode, we're going to have to make some tough decisions because yeah. whatever we put at the bottom, we can't just say it's the least best. You know, we have to justify why they aren't good. Totally. Um, but it's an interesting range of films that we think overrated, TV shows that we think overrated. Is it because people love them? Is it because, you know, in the case of Rogue One, I can't forgive one hour? Is it because we actually just think that they're terrible films you know even if everyone <laughs> thinks they're terrible but at the time they were well received um yeah it's it's funny i i came in so ready to build up to the princess bride but <laughs> it was it was other bits and pieces that really that really stung you yeah you stung me with four of yours so uh but look i stung i stung myself with True. my own so who's True. who's really losing at the end of the day um, well, uh, it's Leonardo DiCaprio and Leonardo Elite, yeah. career yep. is about to be in shadows. Um, <laughs> um, I've enjoyed this. I think it's yeah. it's interesting. It's interesting to I don't know. I guess not not shit on things, but just yeah, things that are just like why or mm. things we didn't enjoy mm. and and stuff like that. I think it's important, you know, to give all slices of life uh, a bit of a bit of air on the podcast um and like you said i think it'll be interesting to see what ones kind of pop up over the time um another list i i would you know like would be the opposite way movies that people absolutely hated but we enjoy you know slip it around the other way kind of thing um but yeah no thank you thank you for the idea i think it was a genuinely cool idea to 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 sift through yeah, um, well, even if it does future, hurt the at heart. some stage we'll do we'll do as you just said movies that we know are garbage that is still great watching yeah um <laughs> well let's leave it there for this week totally. as per usual we've gone slightly longer than we expected but that's because the conversations mean so good so juicy uh from from the wonders of gravity to the uh the sad sad dagger of rogue one i think <laughs> The Breakfast Club is the, the, to be honest, the one that I I will re I'm most likely to rewatch and consider my opinion changed on. Uh, as I said, in Bruges, happy to recant that. Nice. Maybe in five years' time we will recant uh, half of these. I don't think so, but you never you never know. <laughs> um, we hope you've enjoyed. Uh, you know, as we said, our first topic episode back in a while. We're sorry that it's been so long. We've just been enjoying catching up so much and. And we haven't really wanted to, to dive into anything specific, but we hope we've, yeah. we hope you've enjoyed this. And as always, you know, hit us up in the DMs on Instagram, the Bros and Brews podcast, if you have any classic entries to the list, or if you want to address beef with with, with a film oh, yeah. that, that you love or a TV show that you love that we've panned. Roast um, away. Roast away. Thank you for this, my bro. I've really enjoyed it. 
Thank you. Thank you. Um, till the next the next movie list comes along. Movie list. Well, from Matt and myself, thank you for listening. And as always, all that is left to be said is we will see you next time. Peace. I'll be waiting for you to come around. Hesitating with my feet stuck in the ground.